Lady Vixen Radio, live with your host, Casey Blaze. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. Hello, hello, everybody. It's your girl, Casey Blaze, and I am super excited, as always, about the night's topic. But before we get started, let me introduce you to my amazing co-host. We have the great sexologist himself, Santiago, in the building. Please say hello. Come on, Santiago. Unmute that mic. All right, so it looks like Mr. Psychology most likely is looking in the mirror. Next up, we have Mr. Beloved, Mr. Intellectual himself. He is also arrogant in the flesh. How are you? I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm doing good. I'm sorry? No, I said we're doing good. I'm glad you're here. We hear that that is that bass that you're playing tonight? What was that? <laughs> that is the electric guitar this time. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So tonight had to, had... we are we're doing something amazing. I'm gonna give our call in number. It's nine one four two zero five five eight one six. You can call in to give a shout out, leave a comment, or give your feedback on the night topic. So this is going to be a good one. This is it going is to be, like, majorly good. That's why I had to sit in on the um, Absolutely. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here. So we're going to be talking about the infamous question, 50 million tax-free dollars, 50 million mm. <laughs> tax-free dollars, or the love of your 100% made-for-you soulmate, what are we going to choose? And this is some interestingness, right? Because a lot of the people that I posed the question to, they pretty much said, give me the money. We want the money. We want the money, okay? Um, mm. I'm a little interested to hear what they're saying. I don't know what Mr. Santiago is going to say about tonight, mm-hmm. but what do you think? Mm. 50 million? Are you, you 50 know. million? You know. Oh, there he goes. There he no. goes. Oh, there he goes. The man himself. Yes. yes. Let's do this the right way, though. Hold up. Everybody. Let's, let's, do, let's, do, it, let's do it the right way. Music. Play my music. Let me dance. Let me dance. I'm ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get, 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 get. Right. Magic day. Magic day. You did the meringue, I saw. Right. <laughs> let's play. put that man in the right way. Absolutely. Right. So... Fifty billion tax-free dollars for the love of your 100% made-for-you soulmate, right? So I asked the crowd, what do they think? And it was a unanimous almost. I only heard a couple people say they're choosing love. A lot of people were what? saying, give me my money. Where's my money? Run no, me my money. Show bro. me the money. <laughs> show me so the money. You money, want the money? Money, money, money. I knew you would choose money. <laughs> no, I ain't choose money. I'm choosing love. 
Mr. Sexologist, you're gonna choose you're gonna yes. choose love. Really? I'm choosing love. Yes. You're gonna choose love over fifty million. Oh man, I love now, love. Now wait a minute. Hold on. I just think tax free. <laughs> tax free dollars. You ain't paying no taxes yes. on those dollars. You're choosing love. Oh man. I, no, I'm choosing love, man. Love is the ultimate feeling. You you know what I'm saying? When you got that special someone and you connect mm-hmm. and you feel your heart flutter every time you see them, you know, you mm-hmm. sparks fly when you kiss them, you know, you want to be around them all the time. Yes, right. I choose love, man. I mean, all my mm-hmm. favorite Why you always lying? <laughs> I don't know why I'm just... And just touch my heart, though, you know? Um, that sounds all good. <laughs> it sounds real good. Wow. When you're not really presented with the offer. I've been working on me. I've been working on me in 2020. 2020 is the new me. It's the love. Love island. First of all, we like the minutes off of 2019, and you're going to choose love over how how many weeks we've been in February? One. And you've been completely. Nowhere yet, and you that change Why overnight. Yes. Right. Every what look look what what's not changing, what's not growing is dying, right? And within growth, there's change, and I'm changing mm-hmm. and growing every year. I love love, and I think everybody we need to all love each other and embrace each other. And man, you know, this is the year of love. The loveologist is bringing love to the world. I'm here. Anybody who needs love, holler at your boy. Call me. Call 914-205-5816. The loveologist is here. I I, see I what's vote for love. I just I just caught on. I mean, I'm choosing love. He's choosing masses of mass amounts of love. You understand? I get it now. That makes that more sense. You're you working with me. I hear you. Love. So I'm going to talk about yeah. really Morgan, quick. Morgan, um, love. Mm, no. Yeah. Um, love Mr. all over me. Love everywhere. Mm. Yes. Right. Let's all get naked and just love each other. Yes. You know what? Uh-oh. Big words you love. Where is that mute, that mute mic? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mr. <laughs> Beloved. Snatch the mic. Mr. Yeah. Beloved, mm-hmm. are you choosing... Love over money. Me personally, this is the the, the thing about this question is this. So um, I'm beloved. I'm going to choose love. Um, You're going to choose love. I'm going to choose love, and and I have I have a phenomenal reason to choose love. A very phenomenal reason. If you remember, we had a show not too long ago. It was maybe sometime last year. Uh, it mm-hmm. was similar to like uh, it kind of fall, fell into the category of is it wise to choose financial security over love uh, when it comes to settling down? And basically the inevitable as well as antithetical as well as antiquated prospects of this particular notion of security over love uh, leaves the final glue to be the financial security or the monetary device that actually keeps the relationship being the relationship in the first place, uh, as as that actually becomes the premise upon which the groundwork is laid. It becomes the foundation that's laid down uh, in that without it, there's not much else that appears to maintain sustenance within that said relationship. 
uh, or boundaries. So for those reasons, I am going to choose love because if you start to build and structure something that in, in which it wants to maintain stability as well as a strong foundation, you're going to need that to be the glue, not some monetary device. Okay. What's even more interesting, the reason why I took it, I take the topic a little bit from a different perspective, right? Um, And some of the comments that I received, someone said that, and this is hilarious. I I thought it was, I thought it was funny, but it made, they made a good point. They said, well, I would sacrifice my own happiness for the money so that I would be able to assist and help others. So we look at it from that perspective. I'm like, yeah, that's one hell of a, that's the kind of sacrifice, you know, it makes me itch just thinking about it because $50 million is a lot of money. And you're saying sacrifice mm-hmm. love, right? That <laughs> you're sacrificing love, which is your happiness, because truthfully, I do believe that money does not solve. It solves a lot of materialistic problems, right, a lot of problems in the now. But it does not solve, believe it or not, life problems which is finding happiness, meeting somebody that's genuine, that's real, that's going to connect with you on a level that's deeper than the surface. So it cannot solve all problems. Money is just a buffer. It doesn't solve all problems. But they're saying they're willing to sacrifice their own happiness so that the person that they are with is, um, I'm sorry, so that the money that they receive, they can assist other people with it. So what do you guys think on that? Yeah, that sounds good. Because that person yeah, probably right. it also, that person probably will also, yeah, they probably would do things for a lot of people, but I bet you they would do a lot for themselves as well. Exactly. It's not like they're not going to upgrade their living state. You know, it, it, it kind of reminds me of something like uh, some, some leaders of some of these churches say or would do. They claim that everything goes into the church and they give out to the the congregation and help the people that are in their congregation. Yeah, but after they leave, they drive off in their brand-new Mercedes and, and go to their big house, the money they made off the church. So right. I know they mean well and they want to do well, but within that, they feel like they owe themselves to live well from what they've done and what they've given and what they so-called sacrifice. So even though that person says, yeah, I'd rather do this and, and that and have the money to help other people, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, uh, but at the end of the day, I guarantee you, if they had $50 million, they still probably would have a really nice car or two or three and probably a couple houses or one big house. So it's not like they're going to say, oh, Absolutely. I'm going to live real modestly and, and and help everybody, you know, you know, have a nice little maybe fifty, sixty to $100,000 home, uh, twenty to $30,000 car. No, they're not going to do that. Stop it. They're going to they're going to do all those things. Yeah, they could probably do all those things, but also they're going to treat themselves, you know, and make themselves live a little bit better than they were before. I'm sure. And he might be giving more the benefit of of the doubt than me because I'm a little even more skeptical than that. I believe that you know it, these things sound nice, and I don't. I'm not saying that there aren't people like that that's out there because I do believe that there are a lot of people, not nearly enough. But I do believe that uh, there, there are, you know, the likelihood of there being, you know, uh, sur- surmountable a number of people out there. I, I just believe in that the, uh, that's just not, it's not, it's not, wouldn't be lie or normal. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, the person, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I was trying to understand if the question was meant 
uh, I'm sorry, the answer was meant actually uh, uh, adverse, more adversely than the way you precluded it, Ms. Blaze, because the way you're saying is that it appears they're saying they're sacrificing themselves so that they could assist other people. Was that the wordage that they used that, you know, that they would actually assist other people? Or are they saying that they would sacrifice themselves and get the money? In other words, I'll sacrifice the no, love. They're saying the $50 million. With $50 million that you can sacrifice your own happiness, right, so that you can help other people with the money. Right. So I it would, Basically, it could almost be an act of selfishness for you to say, I'm going to take love over being able to help other people with the $50 million. And that that sounds uh, right. preposterous because the thing is, is that the way I look at that question, uh, well, that answer is that the person is going to go ahead and they're going to take that money. And, you know, I'm going to sacrifice love over there because, you know, in a lot of cases in this current reality, people are substituting the word love for loyalty. And it's not the organic kind of naturally submissive loyalty that comes about throughout the correspondence of well, real love. Indeed, we're speaking about real love in which regardless of having had those securities, which would be finances or otherwise, um, the love is still bound by truth and a set of standards which supersede monetary value. So the thing of, of it is, is we have put a value on love and there should be no value declared when referencing love, you know, as love traverses far beyond the stratosphere of monetary acclaim or value, security should be the last thing that we're concerned about within the circumference of love's abyss. You know, we should be more concerned with, uh, will this person love me past death? Will this person love me through sickness? Or I them? You know, will they love me through my flaws? Will they love me when time transcends superficial values? So in that sense, if we're looking at it from that perspective, which I just, you know, precluded to you, then we're not being selfish. We're talking about a true love. You know, is, is it selfish for me to love my children? You know, is it selfish for my children to love me? Well, I mean, I guess there's a certain amount of selfish servitude that goes along with that, but it's not encompassed in just being selfish. You know, this, love is very selfish in the first place. Love, you know, wants and desires what it needs in order to be able to grow and nourish. So, I mean, the person loves their parent. You love your parents. Can I say, hey, you're yeah, your willing to, because yeah. let's get there. Let's let's face some hard truth, right? You can have yeah. your soulmate. Now, let's just say you have your soulmate, and y'all are some struggling fools right now, because fifty million was on the table. So you're struggling fools, and you're loving each other. You're loving it. Yeah. You're loving the hell out of each other, right? And they're gonna love you yeah. through your poverty, because that's exactly what just occurred. They're gonna love you through your poverty, and you're feeling good about that love through your po- poverty, but when you look at it from a perspective of a lot of times when you're testing, love is being tested, yeah, you're going to win and you're going to go through your stuff and they're still going to be there and you're going to fluctuate in your emotions, fluctuate in your feelings, right, towards one another. Yeah. Because when we hear the terminology soulmate, right, we automatically assume that we're just going to get this fairy tale, um, happily ever after love over the rest of your life, which we all know as adults is not the truth, is not a fact. You can meet your soulmate, love the hell out of them today, and look at them tomorrow and can't stand the ground they're walking on, just to fall right back in love with them when they do something beautiful to you, toward you, for you, and be back mm-hmm. in love again. So, so mm-hmm. that being said, if you look at it from the perspective of, yes, they can love you 
when you're sick. They can love you when you're well, you're poor, you're all of those things. But when you mm-hmm. put it all together for the rest of your life, you're getting all of these fluctuating emotions within your soulmate ship, right? And you have $50 million on the table. Now, would you let me, let me, because I kind of want to change the narrative just a little bit, because I, I kind of feel on the fence. I kind of understand what the person is saying that it could look selfish or it could be selfish of you to choose having a love partner, right? If we're going to not take away the fact that whether they are stating that, you know, you can have the money and or have, have love and I'm just going to sacrifice myself, right? And they might do things for themselves because think about it. You have $50 million. Who isn't going to buy themselves things? Of course. Of course you are. Okay. But, all right, so then somebody could come and say, well, that, that that appears more selfish than to go ahead and achieve your soulmate. Like, where where is the selfishness in that? It, 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 because you, did, you started off with having no money, then you were granted money. I could see if we're talking about we have a great deal the soulmate of money over here. The soulmate is not there in your selection. Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't know mm-hmm. that you have $50 million on the table or, it's, or you choose me or you choose the money. And you don't know who the soulmate is. Okay. Say, for example, when presented with the option, right, you would think, mm-hmm. let's just all right, put it from a superficial aspect. What if the offer is that here's your soulmate, the perfect ideal person for you, and the person is not aesthetically pleasing and you chose it? Okay, well, if you're talking about a soulmate, that supersedes. Uh, that. I that, literally that would be. <laughs> I'm, you, be I'm sorry, you would be what? Nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got no time for that. Get rid of yes. her. Get rid of her. Okay. Well, and, and I'm assuming, Ejection. and I'm also, I'm assuming that if it's your soulmate, and that if this was the gamble, that all of that would probably be incorporated into the scenario. However. You like I said, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's still an individual. I don't believe that. Like I said, you have to be willing to love a person past aesthetics. You have to be able to love a person uh, past superficial ideals. You have to be able to love because you're not gonna. You could be aesthetically pleasing, okay? But uh, if that's like the threshold or the glue that everything is built around. You have a very weak foundation to begin with. I need yeah. you to love me past that. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let's get this one out there. I need you to love me past that because if if I got into an accident, God forbid, and I go ahead and mm. I lose my I lose my looks, you know, are you just going to be the type of person that all of a sudden you know you traverse off into you know the stratosphere and I just don't hear from you again because now I've lost those so-called aesthetic attributes? It doesn't make any sense. Probably. <laughs> um, the reason mm-hmm. probably, right, is because let's get there. When you first meet someone, right, you're naturally drawn to what the person looks like. Now, okay. let's just say if, if they're not offering the option where you meet your soulmate and then they get crushed by a bus and brought back to life, so you got a glimpse of what they look like before, naturally, 90% of the time, when you meet a person that you're attracted to and you're liking them and everything is all good, you might have some time in between there 
to get to know them. Because just because it's, it's fate, your soulmate, right, doesn't mean as soon as I say hello that I'm automatically in love with you because I still have to get to know you. My soul has to connect with your soul, right, for for me to determine, okay, wow, this person is, is my soulmate, right? So yes. let's get there. Yes, if I'm with you in a relationship and I know I've known you and I've grown to love you and grown to to care about you, right, and and love you deeply to the point where my soul okay. is connected to your soul, then if you get into an accident and now your face doesn't look the same, it doesn't matter because I'm already I've already I already love you. But if, if I meet you today, let's get there and let's be honest. If I just meet you today and I think you are super fine, then you know two minutes later you walk out into the curb. I can't honestly say that I'm going to still be like, oh, his soul is so beautiful. I can't honestly tell you that, okay, and I don't I want was, to be the person. Well, I wasn't, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that sounds, yeah, that sounds like, uh, it sounds kind of, uh, yeah, right. I was speaking in terms of a person that you're so calling yourself to be in a relationship with or pursuing a relationship with. It, it might start mm-hmm. off, like you said, the attraction. That It might start off as that. But I don't right. want that to be the most compelling force, you know, within within that uh, that relationship or or that beginning that thing that's beginning to blossom. What I want it to end up being is something that supersedes that, becomes stronger than that. Because we also now have to define or redefine uh, individual interpretation of what soulmate is. Because now it's, it appears that we, we probably might have a different connotation or expectation of the word itself. Uh, soulmate, to me, would preclude a person that could not do that. You know, soulmate, to me, would be a person that, you know, regardless of, you know, what kind of uh, uh, antipathy, what kind of uh, uh, anything that you go through, kind of hardship, what kind, they're going to be there through it all. It doesn't matter, you know, and as well as you, them, because if it's a soulmate, it's something that reciprocates. It's something that, you know, it's not just, you know, geared towards that one person. It becomes something that is, uh, you know, it defines the two persons that are in within the relationship. So for me, you know, soulmate, it supersedes all of that, you know, as far as the looks right. and aesthetics and all that, you know, stuff. So if they're telling me still that, listen, I've got your soulmate here. And I've got fifty million over there. What do you what do you what are you doing now? You'll I my belief is that, you know, you don't get many chances at a soulmate. You right. just don't get many chances at a soulmate. So well, I agree. Is, I agree with that. Okay. So therefore I would take it as seriously as, you know, the one chance that, you know, someone would uh, get at hitting the lottery, which would be that fifty million dollars. I was about to say, you don't get that many chances at a soulmate, but you also don't get somebody that many chances at $50 million. Um, now, right. I just want to call the line. Now you, well, you know, you don't, you everybody don't get, you don't get that many chances at soulmates. I meet a soulmate every weekend. What are you talking about? I'm, every time I, I go out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I just said your name. You are a soul snatcher. I get it. Listen, we. Caller, well, what do you expect? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Four. Hello, caller. Yes, how you doing? This is uh, Martin from Brooklyn. How y'all doing today? Hello, How's Martin. Doing there, Martin? All right, how y'all doing? All right, now, mm-hmm. like the brother beloved has stated, like I'm hearing everything was going on, and it's like mm-hmm. the the needle keeps being moved. As far as the soulmate, 
Now mm-hmm. I'm I'm I agree with beloved. You're talking about soulmate. So a soulmate mm-hmm. is the equipped to me a soulmate is the equivalent mm-hmm. of me having a relationship with the most high. Right? My man. Because mm-hmm. I'm, dealing, right. I'm dealing with I'm dealing with my soul. This isn't this there isn't about go. my feeling, this isn't about what I'm thinking. This is we're on a spiritual plane. So mm-hmm. automatically if you're my soulmate the energy that we have from the energy that we have between us is from initial, from when we start speaking and we connecting and we're ending each other's sentences and we're mind alike. So for me, if you're telling me you have fifty thousand, you have fifty million dollars, right? Well, mm-hmm. what makes people make money valuable? Money don't make people valuable, right? Right? right, we all in agrees that right people make so if 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 that's the case, then if somebody offers me if somebody offers me fifty million dollars, it's very possible, and it's 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 highly likely that you know I'm only gonna be able to spend but so much of that money in the first okay. place. Right. Absolutely. Okay. With my with my soul with my soulmate with my soulmate there is no caveat. This is rich. These, mm-hmm. Your soulmate are basically the vows that are supposed to be upheld in marriage. That's what a soulmate is, right? Sickness mm-hmm. and Absolutely. health, better or mm-hmm. worse, right? So when you right. when you have when you have a soulmate. You're not thinking about the bad times surrounding you because you're in a you're in a space of happiness yourself. Um, wasn't wasn't uh Florida and James Evelyn struggling? They were struggling, but the right. love mm-hmm. that they had was able to supersede them being in the projects. So the once you once you have your soulmate, you're on a you're on a spiritual plane. There's there's nothing earthly that can bound you to to uh, to to bring you down or to break you up because y'all are on such a spiritual high plane that hey, if we have money today, because we love because you're soulmates, you're gonna find a way to survive. For your for your significant other and vice versa, you know what I'm saying everything everything coincides with with money, you know it, it's all it is it's money you know yes you can have fifty thousand and but you can only drive but so many cars and the thing about the thing about when you have that kind of money it's like it puts a separation between you and the rest of society because the rest mm. of society doesn't have fifty million. So now your 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 who you can chill with, who you can be with, uh, the people that you can hang around. Now you become more isolated than you would think because you have fifty million dollars. So for me, it's like I'm choose I'm choosing the soulmate over money anytime because to me a soulmate is the physical is is the relation that I have with the Most High in the physical, and I take that over money. Ten times out of ten. That's just my Absolutely. opinion, brothers. Well, we appreciate oh, it, brother. Oh. 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 Nice. Brooklyn. Absolutely. Um, Brookly
I, I'm glad you brought up Florida um, and, and James Evans because I think that man would have traded on her for $50 million. But that's my opinion. I'm going to um, say thank you for calling in. As always, we appreciate you. If you haven't already, hit that, hit that follow button to be notified of any upcoming topics. Um, Yes. He actually brought up some really valid points because when you think about love and, and you think about it from the aspect in which he said it, right, you would actually be selling out by taking the money. All right. So on that, I'll play devil's advocate when we come back, um, when we come back from off of this brief commercial break. I'm going to play one of our old favorites, Venus Flytrap, and we'll be back in just a moment. I want your body for dinner, my game for breakfast. No, this is a winner, got me saying shit that's reckless Who you is? What's your mixture? You're from another planet Got me up like an engine on a 68 Chevelle Snatch it up, pop and drop it low Let me kiss on that, tell me where to go Baby, throw it back, arch and put your toe Take me somewhere I ain't never been before Let me be a drama fool To that finger, girl, get ratchet If your love was the killer Then tonight it's gonna be trash Snatch it up, pop and drop it low Let me kiss you now Tell me where to go Baby, throw it out Arch and point your toe Take me somewhere I ain't never been before I'm on it
What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Hey, what's up? It's Jay-Z. Get back with Lady Victim Radio. And we are back. It's your girl, Casey Blaze. And I'm super excited because tonight we're talking about something a little fun, but also a little bit serious, right? $50 million, tax-free now. You ain't got to pay, you know, Uncle Sam don't get none of your money. $50 million, tax-free dollars, or... The love of your 100% made for you soulmate. Oh. What do you You're going to choose love. love. I know yes, the world yes. is coming for you probably by this evening. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Let's all love. Now, Let's have this big um, smorgasbord of love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make it as, mm. as, as uh, fulfilling, I think, as his imagination. I have to answer, right? I'll answer it this way. The What I think is most interesting, right, because I've, I've debated this in my head, right, and I can say the smooth answer, the easy answer, because I'm not being presented with the offer, right, would be to say, sure, I'm going to take my soulmate, right? But the skeptic in me would say, how do I know that this person who's presenting the offer know that that's my soulmate. Like, so am I really going to take the, say the soulmate versus really take the money? So here, here's me playing the devil's advocate a little bit, right? I'll put it this way. I'm not really a materialistic person. However, I feel like being a person who have lived in plenty, who, who's also lived in lack at times, right, throughout my life, that it's, it's no fun living in lack. It's semi-fun living in plenty. But, and the reason it's semi-fun is because if you're working hard for the money, you're working hard to get where you're trying to go, and then to make the money 90% of the time, you can't enjoy what you've made or accumulated, right, because you're constantly trying to maintain it. So the devil's advocate side of myself wants to say, I can see taking the money as being the wrong choice. And the reason it would be the wrong choice would be because if you think about it, right, somebody put $50 million in your hand, and I had someone bring up the point that the people that are closest to you would all of a sudden start feeling entitled. Next thing you know, everybody you know has a problem that they need you to financially fix. Um, You can't really trust people, and the people that you come in contact with, you're going to constantly be worried and possibly even become paranoid because you don't know who's there for you, who's not. 
You might all of a sudden have a target on your head. My way, for example, if I come into that kind of money, the first thing and and the only thing that everybody who knows me would know, if I die from any suspicious death, it will be written down that all of my sons are going to a pet shelter. That's that's the cause. So now everybody around me is like, <laughs> if I die from any natural-looking causes, you still ain't getting the money for at least five or ten years. So think about it if you're going to kill me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Right? you got to think about it a little bit, a little mm. security. Think about that, though. Taking the money is mm. not – we want to look at it from a perspective as like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be living great. But technically, you may have traded off your sanity for the dollar bill. Well, yeah, what would really be interesting is to take those individuals that said money and those individuals that take love. I would be interested in to know to know a couple things. One one is age. I think age experience experiences, uh, where they're from, demographics, their career. A lot of that has probably a big part of what decision they will make. I'm sure at a certain age, like for me, while I choose love, because I mean, when I love a soulmate, let me let me clarify that a soulmate, because I don't think love is hard to find. I think a soulmate is though. I think that's another mm-hmm. level of love. So, for me, at my at this juncture in my life, at this age, I don't. I don't really look at money the same way as I did when I was younger. So if we pose this question to say someone who's in their teens or their twenties or maybe even their thirties. A lot of people, a lot of them would say money because our ambitions are higher. Yeah. A lot of our ambition is higher when we're younger um, and our goals are different. So when you get older, a lot of times people start looking at that, you know, they start looking at the, 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 the clock. They start looking at saying, you know, nobody wants to die alone. They want to connect with somebody that will be there through thick and thin, and that's a soulmate. So I think if you, in, if you you know, put that also in, in there and, and actually looked at what most of these people or who these people were, you would see a lot, a lot of probably the older people, experienced people, people maybe that have had money had, will choose love. So, you know, the other side of it, is, some some people believe. Huh? Mm-hmm. 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 And not to cut you off, but uh, really quick to interject that, most of the answers mm-hmm. from people who were in the 40s club or working on 40, they all said, right. give them the money. Give them the money. Mm-hmm. Forget that. Forget that love stuff. Forget that soul music. Yeah, because stuff. now... Now, the mm-hmm. flip side mm-hmm. of older people saying, give me the money, a lot of them already have been in love and feel love is overrated. So now wow. you could have you could have those individuals that are, are they think love, t- love is tainted already to them. In their head, they like, man, love is overrated. I've already been in love, and that hurts because it didn't work out. But that's why I said and I interjected, and I, and I want to emphasize the fact that there's a difference between love because you can love many. But to actually connect mm-hmm. to somebody as a soulmate, that's rare. So for you to say 50 million is rare, the chance of someone ever being a millionaire is rare. So those two examples of the two things that are probably very difficult, a lot of a lot of us made money, a lot of people will make money, a lot of people will make a million or two, or maybe get close to that in their lifetime. But at the end of the day, if you put 50 million, 50 million, how many people out there actually have 50 million? And how many people actually met, met 
or found a soulmate. That's different. So you can put money, just being wealthy, right up against love, because a lot of people are wealthy and a lot of people have been in love, but a lot of people never met their soulmate and a lot of people never had $50 million. Mm. And I would say this. I would say that... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I would say that a lot of a lot of people probably never had fifty million, and a lot of people don't really even need fifty million. It would you know it doesn't make sense to uh, you know unless you just really need it for something that's uh, going to somehow be affiliated with uh, somehow saving the world, or saving humanity in some way. Because uh, with some of the uh, answers that I'm seeing in a whole. It seems like we are desperately in need of saving humanity. Um, the thing is that Santiago is uh, right with the age demographic. Uh, also, you've got people that, uh, like Martin said, there's this thing about uh, struggle. Um, the thing is, is a lot of people that were polled said they didn't believe in two that are struggling together, which to me disembodies the most important part of the relationship. The struggle is what makes right. the two people strong in each other, and the relationship itself should be something worth struggling for in the first place. Also, to initiate this kind of comment, you know, we'll board the assumption that both parties just happen to be in the struggle context in the first place. So, therefore, love was never a part of that equation for them because they were already seeking a certain type of security they didn't already have. Otherwise, it would not be of any importance to them. They would just set out to look for that love or that significant other void of any characteristics of monetary uh, sustenance or stability. Um, When you're looking for love, it it should just be for that purpose. It shouldn't be for any other purpose. So me, I can truly stand here uh, and I could tell you that if I'm being offered that, I can't be bought. I'm just not the guy that can be bought. I can't, uh, you know, money doesn't mean that much to me, you know, um, that I can be bought off for the prospects of you're talking about, you know, my soulmate. I only believe that if a person's your soulmate, I believe you only get one. I don't believe you get two or three or four. You know, that's just my belief now. I don't, uh, you know, I I can't infringe on anyone else's belief. Yeah, I believe that, but you can buy me. No, I believe in love, but you can buy me. Yeah, I love you long time if you buy me. Yes. <laughs> well, that's all I was but we ain't talking about that. But yeah, I got you. Oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> fifty million. Yeah, you could buy me. Whoever got fifty million, I'm with it. Let's go. Right. Right. We better he's buy that brother some energized batteries. The way he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would choose the soulmate, but he would be the guy like, hey. You know you're going to have to pay for me because uh, I just sacrificed $50 million for you, and I gave you my soul, and that's all I'm giving you. Like, that's it. You know, that would be a Santiago <laughs> move. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. gave you his soul. Correct. You life. You know what I mean? Like, everything else. <laughs> He's actually like, so we have a caller on the line. Um, 443, this should be interesting. It looks like a familiar caller, 4435. Hello, caller. Hi. <laughs> I knew it. Hello. I knew it. <laughs> oh, I, I was waiting voice, for beloved to recognize my voice. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sweet that you recognize me. Yes, cool. Cassandra. What's going on, Cassandra? How are you? Hi. Um, I 
love I love y'all show so much. I'm really it's growing so much on me that I just really love it. Anyway, we appreciate this topic that. is awesome because I have been thinking about this actually. It's just funny that it became a topic. Mm-hmm. When I was reading it, I was thinking about you know this fifty dollars in ter- I mean fifty million in terms of like a lottery winner. You know what right. I mean? Like money is just given to you all of a sudden in the middle mm-hmm. of your life, plunked down in your life. And so it made me think of, like, lottery winners. So I looked up some statistics about lottery winners. Mm. And, like, 44% of lottery winners lose their entire fortune in the first five years of getting it. Um, Wow. Right. 48% of them continue to work. 55% of them, only 55% of them say they're happier. 83% of them share their winnings with their family. 90% 90% of them lose friends. These are, you know, statistics that have numbers behind them. So it makes you think about, you know, the difference between earning $50 million and being given $50 million. And so mm-hmm. piggyback on that, when I think about a soulmate, I think people always think of, like, the romance side of a soulmate. But I think a soulmate also um, – is your mirror and they show you the things that um, you need to improve on. They help bring you to your own attention um, and they help smack you awake so that you can be your best self. And if that's true, then Mm -hmm. I would choose my soulmate over Mm. the money because if they smack me awake, I'm going to earn 50 million and more with the better person that I become with having them in my life. And the esteem that would come from that, the actual earning of the money as opposed to it being given to me, would be, you know, important. That actually, from that perspective, yeah, that makes more sense. No, that makes sense from the perspective of looking at money given to you, because we do tend to, when things are handed over to us, we don't appreciate them as much as, right. you know, when we earn and work hard for them. So that makes sense. <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. $50 million, though, at the same time, could produce generational wealth in the right hand. So I don't want to discount, you know, those who would choose money to, to make it seem like that's the wrong thing. I thought it was a very interesting perspective that you gave KC where you made the argument, you know, that maybe choosing love could be selfish because it's only for you as opposed to choosing the money, which could help so many people. So I I do recognize that part of it too. I just think it's Mm -hmm. such an interesting topic. It seems really easy on the surface, but there's so many layers to it. Mm. Absolutely. And it's true. That's what I'm saying. It's easier to make mention of, oh yeah, I I choose my soulmate. That's an easy way to say it when it's not being presented. That's why I said even if I was to choose my soulmate, I cannot definitively say I'm going to be like hand-raised immediate soulmate. You know, I, I choose that. Right. I would sit there and probably <laughs> ponder. I would probably sit there and say, can I have a night with the money? Can I just lay on it? Can I breathe it in? You know, I would know, like, can I at least have a couple minutes to wish it farewell can I see my soulmate's face? Like, I don't want those things. You know, these are all very important things, right? So that's what I'm saying. I don't want to take it like, oh, I would just automatically say, 
acclimate. Um, whereas though I wouldn't take and really think heavily upon the choice I'm about to make, you know, and choosing the soulmate. There's a definitive choice you're making. I think, and once the offer's off the table, it's off the table. But Cassandra, don't leave just yet. Just one question for you. Sure. Do you do you think that it would be different if you had your soulmate right now as opposed to you just relishing in the thought of a future soulmate? So, in other words, what I'm asking you is that do you think your answer would change then? Like, So let's say if, if you have your soulmate in front of you right now, would it be different from your answer in you f- trying to find a, a significant other or soulmate as far as the, the, the money? Would that change or inhibit anything? Um, no. I actually okay. do feel that I have that, and okay. it wouldn't change my answer. I would choose my soulmate every day of okay. the week because okay. – that person makes me better. Okay. And I know in okay. being better, I can always acquire, you know, and achieve for myself, you know, with right. that support. You know what I mean? That ability okay, to so, be myself or who I am. So what happens is you already know what that feels like to have a soulmate. Am I am I answering correctly? Yes. Okay. Ms. Blaze, you have a soulmate. Right now. Do I have a soulmate? Right now. And it doesn't have to be a lover. That's the thing. Your soulmate doesn't have to be a lover. I understand. Do you have a soulmate, Ms. Blaze? I I believe I have a soulmate. And I'm going to say believe. Let me tell you why. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel in stating that I believe that I have a soulmate is because it's it's in the beginning stages of knowing someone, right? And okay. you're still you're still feeling the person out. You're waiting for your soul to connect to theirs. And everything appears okay. to be connecting in a way, right? Okay. In in a certain mm-hmm. way. Yay. Then I can <laughs> right. Okay. Then you can say, Okay now, Um Yeah, on that note. Now the oh, reason I'm asking one of the things. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say one other thing. And also, just being presented with the option of the $50 million can almost be enough as getting it. Because if you think about what you would do with that $50 million, you can still do it. You may have to start at a different level in order to do it, but you can still do it. Do you know what I mean? So just the idea of thinking about what would I do if I had, a, had $50 million can spark all kinds of ideas and new pathways that you can go down if you, you know, have the impetus to do that. So, you know what I mean? So you don't have to have the money in order to change your life. Just knowing what you would do if you did could be a life changer. I'm not opposed to that. It's interesting (laughs) that that, uh, Cassandra puts up, uh, uh, like, winning the lottery. For me, and um, before I say that part, yeah, uh, Cassandra, I am not your soulmate. So, um, but um, <laughs> what? Part, what? Uh, no, interesting. <laughs> interesting that you brought up. Interesting that you brought up. <laughs> interesting that you brought up the lottery because hold on, because I was gonna say as far as the lottery, I I was gonna say because I chose, you know, it's very difficult to 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 find your soulmate, not find someone that you love, but to me, 
finding your soulmate is like hitting the lottery. Okay. Uh, after you just mm. told me. Look at the equal and then said something sweet on the underside. Let's. Interesting. The presumption there, though, my God. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Smack you with a table, right? You know, all up in your face. You know what I mean? I don't know you, girl. And then, but you know what? Soulmates are great. You're like, what? You know? Um, (laughs) I actually appreciate you for calling in. I always call in for interesting. And if nothing else, Cassandra, you make Beloved break out in a rash every single time you call her. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that means, right? Oh, I'm going to fix you again. Um, yes, thanks. Hit the follow button to be notified of any upcoming episodes. And, again, you can always call in. Um, we appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. Y'all have a good All right. You good too. Night. Ms. Blaze. So. Yeah. Good night. Okay, so now the part I was driving home, since you did answer that question, mm-hmm. now that you know you have something that could be uh, building up into a uh, soulmate status, so let's place it here mm-hmm. and say that this is where you're at, and you know uh, what it could be eventually. You know, which would mm-hmm. it would supersede this obviously the status of where it's at now, but you could have the foresight to see that possibility. Would you right now where you're at give that up for $50 million? No. Um, but I will okay. say this, though. I'm going to say okay. this, though. There is a clause right. in there. If okay. he knows, because I want to make sure he knows that there was a $50 million loss, okay, I need him to immediately go out. I need comforters and sheet sets that all look like dollar bills. I need to be wrapped up in some loving comfort, like a dollar bill sign. Like, I need that. (laughs) I would literally need that. (laughs) You understand? And what what, what would be the reason for that, Ms. Blaze? What's the the reason for that? Because it would hurt. You know, that would be a hurt piece. I don't care what nobody tells (laughs) you. It would be a hurt piece to walk away and say, I show, and then you know what? Every time that person on the days that they get on your nerves, when your soul feels mm-hmm. a little disconnected, you'll be like, you going to think about that 50. I would tell them to go ahead and burn that money somewhere. It wouldn't mean nothing to me. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, wanted, I wanted to transpose the same question to Santiago. I wanted to ask Santiago, are you, do you have a soulmate right now, Santiago? In no. all honesty, or do you have a future prospect of one? <laughs> I have a lot of prospects. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. I have a plethora of prospects. Uh, okay, let's forget about the plethora. Do you have one special one within that plethora that is the actual one that has the most possibility in being that, which is called the Look at I, I, I see her every weekend at, at uh, Club uh, <laughs> Club Diamonds. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> 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 he already answered the question. Yeah. Right. No, but listen, well, she made she made a really good point. She made a really good point about what I I like the thought of if you meet your soulmate, if you meet that person, you really truly feel the soulmate. Like I said, I think you can love many and be in love with many and love different people, but a soulmate, 
got to also, like, a lot of people don't understand, soulmate to me means so much more than just someone you love. A soulmate right. is, is, is very difficult to find. But the point that she made that I like is that with your soulmate, you can get that money. You can find that money because your soulmate mm. is going to be connected to your soul, and you guys are going to be on the same page almost 110% if that is any, if there's such thing. But you're going to be on the same page, and your guys are going to struggle. You're going to work together. You're going to wake up every day. It's a beautiful struggle. You're going to high-five each Absolutely. other, make breakfast, Absolutely. keep it moving. And you know what? Absolutely. That lottery, that money's not even going to seem – yeah, 50 million – I mean, you guys could have fifty thousand per year, and it's going to feel like fifty million. Does that make sense? Well, let me. It does. And let me ask you this: You both in Blaze. Yeah. I want to know. Cassandra used one word. I don't know if y'all were listening. She used one word to express why that is possible. It is a word that I haven't heard used in this context. I, I was thinking it. I use it all the time. But she used the word. She used the word. Right, what is that word? What is that word, Miss Blaze? Come on now, my my brain is on <laughs> a thousand fifty million individual dollar bill. Give me the word. What is that word, Santiago? That she said that your 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 soulmate becomes to you. What did she say? Your soulmate is your what? Becomes your... what to you? Is your you're almost there. You're almost there. Is your is your twin? I don't know. Almost. You're your, almost there. Your reflection. She said it, your, your reflection yes. mirrors. Yes. I, yes. Your your soulmate mirrors you. It's your reflection. Mirrors. So mirrors. Yes. So so if you're talking about something that mirrors you, then just as much as you would love yourself, you would love that soulmate equally. Because that yeah. is your soulmate. You, you know, I love myself. That go- right. Oh, indeed. <laughs> right. indeed. She can love me like I love me. We can't be stopped. Oh, Lord. <laughs> On that note, let me tell you this. <laughs> Before I go to this next commercial break, we actually Absolutely. have the lovely, the lovely Candy Burris, the singer. And she is the... Mm-hmm. Um, no, one of the lovely ladies off of Real Housewives of Atlanta, she actually answered Beautiful our voice. question for the okay. night's topic. She said that she would choose love from her soulmate. And that, folks, is a word from a real-life millionaire. So look at that. Um, Absolutely. We're going to play a song. Yeah, she would choose that now. Back. She has money now. Well, of course. And that means she knows what she's <laughs> talking about. She, she's saying, I have well, money. I know like to have money, I'd choose my love over my money, then I, I think I would take the advice from a woman who has it versus the person who's, who's sitting here broke talking about, I'm going to pick this. That makes more sense to me. She knows what it's like to well, live on that side. Yeah, but you, you, you always got to remember that it's easy to pick the other when you had one because you already mm. know what that what? feels like. So if mm. you've been broke all your life, if you've been broke all right. your life and no, you know, no shade on Candy, whatever, because I know she made right. a lot of money doing, you know, writing songs, and I get that. Right. But you got to understand that a person that's been broke, living in destitute and poverty all their life, is always going to choose that money first. I mean, it would be rare that they would say, "I, I would like to find that find that that person that's living really a hard, difficult, hard scrabble life to turn around and say, I take love over mm. money." I, I can't find agree me with one. you. I- 
agree and with I you. I don't agree. I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times if they're living a certain amount of poverty, right, you know, even if they are mm-hmm. working poor, because that, that's the, the case in some cases, right, even if you're the working poor and you know what it's like to, to be a working, um, a working class or a working poor person, then you may have experienced some things where people weren't, you know, loving to you. I can't say that based off of that. I would have to also look at their background. What if all they want in life is love, somebody to love them? What if that's what all they want, where you can give them a dollar and they could throw it away? I just want you to love me. So I can't necessarily agree just because they were broke that they would choose money over a soulmate. But before you continue, let me play this quick song, and we'll be back in just a moment. I'm going to play real quick, Be What You Want, and we'll be back in just a minute. Absolutely. Can I talk to you for a minute? Cause something's on my mind. Ooh. Uh. Listen, girl, you know I love you more than you love. Searching for a certain kind of guy And I don't fit the mold But If you give me a chance I'll show you uh, Show you the way to ecstasy Show you what real love could be I may not be What you But trust me, I'll be all you need, baby. Ooh, ooh. I just don't understand why when you have a good thing, you're so quick to let it go and let it pass you by, but.
Her name is Princess T. Mm. Um, they say that there are people who are married to the love of their lives, but financial hardship and struggle ruined their marriage. What say either one of you to that? I can agree with that, too. That's what I was going to say. Like, you know, sometimes it can be two, it's a two-way street. You can be in love with the love of your life, met the person of your dreams, right? But going through a struggle could be a burden on your relate. It could literally be what breaks you. And the reason it would break you is not because you love the person less, right? But sometimes in our not having enough, sometimes in our lack, we have a tendency to look at the people that we are with and then we'll say, well, it's because of them. And if, as from a female perspective, she might look at her man and say, he's not providing. From the male perspective, he might look and, and you know, say to himself that he's not providing. And then he may walk a certain way that looks a little defeated, and then that becomes a, you know, she's now looking at him like he's defeated. So it, it kind of, you have to you have to decide, first of all, when you say your soulmate, if you're a person who is with, if you're not ambitious and your your partner is not ambitious, by all means, living in, in lack might be okay for the both of you. And you can happily be soulmated up for the rest of your days, and that's okay. But if you're a person, for example, who who is an ambitious person and your soulmate 90% of the time would have to match your ambition, and like Santiago I, said, I, you could go and create that yeah. love. I think mm-hmm. I think a lot, I think a lot of times love is very superficial and material. A lot of people choose love for those reasons. Uh, sometimes right. it's for looks. A lot of times it's for looks or what a person has. Uh, and and we all know sometimes it, it, sex is involved also. Good sex. So uh, sometimes it's all the the things that are not to me that uh, the foundation or the or the the main components that make a soulmate. Soulmate well, is that's different because than just someone you're in love what, with. What you just expressed is not love, though. That's just it is like the term you used to uh, to to put it in that bubble. It it, it actually is uh, superficial. It's not something that that's um, no. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, they're loving that person for all the you know because they that's what they they feel they fell in love. You know how they fell in love with this person, or that that they saying these are the things they love about this person, or. So to okay. me, that's not the same. It is. So, yeah, I, I'm not saying that those are those are true love or the reasons you should love somebody. But when you when you go to the point where you're gonna say that's your soulmate, looks and material things or what that person does for a living is not gonna be the, the it's not gonna Underline be the, fact, the, the right. factors that make us yeah that that connect you to a soulmate. I got a comment that I want to read real quick. Um, for um, because I thought it was pretty good. It's uh, C from uh, Waldorf, Maryland said, "Money is the key to finding love mm. because the foundation starts with loving yourself." Hold on, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was pretty good because he said the foundation starts with loving yourself, and sometimes it's based on success in whatever you do, which can bring you money. If the money is part of loving yourself, and you don't. You don't have to worry about it no longer. You can really find and connect with someone, someone, or work on that. Or you can find somebody that will just love you for your money. I mean, come on. It's a double-edged sword here. The thing is is that um, I just totally um, disagree. Because necessarily to, you know, there's a lot of people that love themselves that aren't millionaires. A lot of people that love themselves that, you know, will never fall into money. But guess what? They're happy. 
you have some of those that are happier than people that you True. know have everything. So you know it, that just it, that's not for everybody. It's still an individual right. perspective of sorts. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, how, absolutely. How I would answer uh, Princess T's question that um, Ms. Uh, Blaze answered. First of all, I don't agree totally with you, Ms. Blaze. I think that the way I would answer that is uh, her question was that you know first she said marrying for love just isn't enough. That she said there are those who are married to supposedly the love of their lives, but financial hardship and struggle ruined their marriage. There is no financial hardship that could ruin your bond to your significant other that is considered that soulmate. If it's just, you know, something that is relative to the tradition, traditionally you're calling somebody your wife, you call somebody, no, perhaps so, because you're not talking about your soul. When you talk about a soulmate, you're talking about something so much deeper. You're talking about something with, uh, so much thicker, you know. It has uh, a lot more uh, tenacity. It has a lot more substance than just being delegated to, you know, just being a, a, a partner and that's it. So it's not the hardship and the struggle that ruined their marriage. It's the way they handled it. Uh, and then I, it was either you or Santiago that stated that, you know, people aren't ambitious. That kind of relationship, that kind of atonement with someone, and you're talking about a soulmate, that would cause one to be ambitious. Because if they're not ambitious and they're my soulmate, I would make them ambitious. And if they're my soulmate, they would make me ambitious. And we would become ambitious together. That's the way that should work. That's what it should look like. But it just so happens that, you know, because of the way people think, the way people are kind of kind of programmed, they're kind of like in the mental prison. Because it's been proven time and again that – you know, with mostly mostly women, you know, for obvious reasons, um, and uh, also nowadays quite a few men as well, that when you marry, date, or engage, you know, for the sole purposes of just financial fortitude, you then indeed abridge and begin to uh, capsulize and encase yourself in a kind of mental prison. Because if these are the core elements that were a defining factor in shaping your desires in the first place to commence or initiate in a relationship for the sake of superficial values, then you had best rest assured that eventually the partner who becomes entangled in that web with you will soon figure out things um, and that there will soon be some retribution to pay forth, yeah, even if it's just in the person just severing ties with you. Okay. And that's where that, okay. where that works. I have a comment. Okay. This is a deep one. Um, it's, it's Adrian from Philadelphia, and he stated that soulmates, the true definition does not mean you're meant to be with them. Soulmates are meant to teach you a lesson. It doesn't mean they are made for you, and that's a food for thought. And they said soulmates are life partners. There's a difference. A soulmate doesn't mean it's meant or that it's true love. Um, I, I, wow. <laughs> right? Like, let's look at it. From that perspective, sometimes we meet people who are soulmates right. in business, soulmates in, you know, I've said it, you know, I meet people who I come in contact with in their creativity. I'm like, yo, we are true soulmates in our thought process, the way we think about things, mm. our creativity, but it doesn't mean that they are my life partner. So now uh, would you look mm-hmm. at it from that perspective, fella? I can look at it from that perspective, but what the person that made the comment has to understand is that's just it. It's that person's perspective because it can be looked at that way, and it can be that way for that person. It doesn't define my reality. It doesn't define my narrative. It doesn't define yours. It defines theirs. They're right. It doesn't have to be that for them. 
but it might preclude something totally different to me. And it doesn't have to be that for me, but it could very well be just that for me. So that's just an individual perspective. We have to remember, we kind of encase ourselves sometimes in this big bubble of, you know, uh, one size fits all all the time. And that's just not the way it is. We're individuals with very distinct blueprints. We have distinct uh, fingerprints that define all of us as various and very different uh, individuals uh, throughout life. None of us maintain the same fingerprints. None of us maintain the same experience. None of us uh, uh, live life exactly like some other person. We have our own ideas. We have our own reality. We have our own perceptions. So, that you know, that's just that person's perceptive. Mm. Okay. That's fair. I kind of, I'm kind of thinking about what they're saying though, and looking at oh, yeah. it from how many times have I said that somebody is my creative soulmate, and they're they mm-hmm. were here for a season to bless me with maybe a new idea, and it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. my soul is now disconnected from the person. It just means I was sent the person for a short time to maneuver me, um, maybe mentally or creatively. In a, in a new direction. Huh. Okay. Listen. That's very, yeah, very, very good. And that puts a pause on things. But I got to ask you something. I got to ask you something. You said soulmate in business? I never heard of that. Yes. You can meet people. They think like you. They are, like, motivated like you. They are equally ambitious. You iron sharpens iron. You rub each other in in a way that is creatively progressing you forward. They may have been the missing piece to the puzzle you needed to get to where you're trying to go. And and you click. You just click. Okay. And I would consider that until they rob you. to be a soulmate. Well I would I would believe that that person is just your soulmate. They just happen to have some kind of business acumen with you wherein you guys are good in business together because you're a soulmates first. Not because you're soulmates in business, I would think. I could be wrong, but I, w- I would think that you were just that was your soulmate, and that uh, you know because you're kindred spirits, you're able to do that kind of business, or you're able to do that kind of art together. You, you know, that's that's would be my belief that that would be the the common denominator would be that it was your soulmate first before there was business. I have a okay. comment question from someone. Go ahead. Um, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Evie from Tennessee said, I, I had three soulmates, or I believe they were. Uh, okay. What is a soulmate? When he had me speaking tongues during sex, I thought he was my soulmate. So, so her question is, so he, so I guess he was confused. He thought three three different guys that were, I guess, putting it down made her, made her feel like they were soulmates. So her question is, so what makes a soulmate? Uh, you well, is the to... answer. You, right. you make it well, soulmate because it's uh, no. I, I just let me just answer just that. I'm a, I'm not gonna. This ain't gonna be long winded. That's that's the answer right there. It's her perspective that that was her soulmate. So for her, that's her soulmate. I'm sorry, go ahead, Miss Blake. Okay. Well, with a soulmate, I'm gonna say just go because the man is reaching your soul. Okay, during the mm-hmm. act of intercourse young lady, does not mean, okay, that he is your soulmate. It just means the brother know how to move. Now, in saying that, though, I'm sure the choir can sing on this. 
we as women and or men, but specifically mm-hmm. speaking to women, um, heterosexual, mm-hmm. let me say women, that okay. mm-hmm. we do want a brother who can reach our soul. Uh, that's all I'm going to say oh. on that. <laughs> right? So, okay. okay. Um, and, and would that brother be, would that brother be your soulmate, Miss Blaze? <laughs> I'm a soul snatcher. Soul? Uh, yeah, would that that brother reaching your soul? Would he be your soulmate? If he's reaching my soul in the bedroom, you're saying, because that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, well, yeah. That that, absolutely, because that's where you, that's that's where you and Santiago went with it. So that's what I'm asking. Yes. No, you didn't hear me then. Is I he strumming a pain with his fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Just because he mm-hmm. reaches your soul does not make him your soulmate. However, mm-hmm. women typically would like their soulmate to reach their soul. That's all I'm saying. So that's an interchangeable um, comment. Okay. So uh, I just want to add that's this. not the soul. That's I, I, the G spot. I, I, I want to I add this. To her, she probably has a whole different concept of what soulmate is. So for her and in, in her, you know, her level of where she's at in life right now for her, she might find that she believes that to be her soulmate until she grows beyond just that. And then she'll find uh, just that one person that could reach further than the souls of these three men. And then she'll realize what a real, true, genuine well, I got my soulmate is. I got my answer for, uh, what's her name? Edie from Tennessee. I think the soulmate, or I feel that beyond the Santiago, there he is. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> besides the guy who hits the, besides the guy right. that hits the 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 uh the uh, tickles your soul with his mm. whatever phallus. I think it's just, okay. I think it's I think part of it is stimulation <laughs> in so many ways. I think you can get to that point when you're stimulated sexually, mentally, physically. Emotionally, and so many, in every aspect of stimulation that you can receive from a human being that ends up mm-hmm. touching mm-hmm. your spirit. And once it touches your spirit, you can connect to each other's soul. Does that sound good? I just made that. I up. mean, <laughs> well, first sounds great. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're doing something. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I guess I can. I guess to a degree, I can agree. But I, yes, when it comes it to soulmates and money, I guess it's a. <laughs> I guess it's a challenging question because it, we want to make it like it's cut and dry, right? We want to make it like we can say right, true, a soulmate over money. But to be honest with you, to be presented with the option, a lot of factors. All of us, I think, would would grow it would be a little bit of hesitation. And if it wouldn't be any hesitation, I would kind of be suspicious no. of you. It would have well, to then be. You would, so you would be, per, you would be suspicious of me then, Ms. Blaze, and I, I need to know I why. Why would you be suspicious of me? I would stand there in front of that $50 million. And you know what all I would see? I would say, if I don't What's see that? any guitar, the best guitar lineup in his, the back of his <laughs> eyes, I know the man is lying to me. So, yeah, you... You would be thinking about those guitars. Let me see. Let me okay. Okay, the electric guitar. Okay. All right, soulmate. I'll choose soulmate. <laughs> but you would take pause. It would be some pause there. Okay. You'd be like, I was just looking. How did you know I saw that? 
that rare uh, Prince uh, guitar that was, you know, <laughs> it would be some, it would be some pause. And it would, it would be some pause. Okay? And he laughed because yes, yes. I speak that. <laughs> right. No, I'm laughing because I, I understand the human condition and I understand how the mind works. But at the same time, Ooh. I could actually say, now, we're not talking about just significant other, just girlfriend, just fiance, just wife. We're not talking about We're talking about your soul companion, which for me, I would believe that that would be the one I'm calling my wife. That's me. I can't speak okay. for everybody. I understand what the other caller, the commenter said. That's their perception. That's great. But my perception that person will have to be my wife. Um, that's what mm-hmm. I would believe. My wife. So, or the person that is to be my wife, significant other, the person I want to continue life onward with for the rest of my days here in this plane. So, for me, that's going to not just be as simplistic as that. That's going to be um, something that is, um, uh, I don't have to hesitate. Those guitars can go burn. You know, it's just, because I mm. take that serious. For me, for me, you know, if I just am not able to play music for the rest of my life, then she'll have to be my music. You know, it'll just have to be that way. That's just my perspective. Oh, my God. Uh, Ladies, his number is 914-205-5816. You all call in at given time. Call yeah. me. <laughs> if you need someone to talk to you, call me. Right. Satisfaction guaranteed. <laughs> I don't know why every time you get to that part, you go country. The long version. Hey, one day we're <laughs> going to play that one out. <laughs> we're going to play that one out with him singing that. <laughs> right. um, oh, fellas, we're at the end of our time. And oh, you know how no. time lies. It really does. Yeah. I want to say a couple of things really quickly. Um, You know. I kind of feel like I want to say to you guys, we've been doing this for almost a year and a half, well, working on a little over a year, yes, right? indeed, and over, over a year I and a half. I can say that I, you know, I'm happy and I'm elated to have both of you um, to share this airwave and this airspace Aww. with you. I just want to take a moment because sometimes we can, we can take people and relationships for granted. Um, So in the process of that, I'm going to publicly acknowledge that I appreciate you both. And, you know, if you haven't already, thank you. If you haven't already, I need you to hit the follow button. I know you liked us. I know you laughed at least one time during this whole (laughs) um, show. And if so, you hit that like button, hit the follow button. Follow us on any of our social media outlets, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram. It is Lady Victim Radio on both. We are on air every Tuesday and Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that being said, I'm going to pass the mic to Mr. Santiago and give you a good night. Oh, me? No. Anyway. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the calls. Uh, awesome calls. Awesome show. Once again, I really enjoy hanging out with you guys, and I acknowledge you and love this, enjoy this moment we have. So this is going to be a great year for us. Um, and everybody out there, you can ring my bell. Mm-mm. Ring my bell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you for listening and tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, peace.